Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and discussion on the English Top 4 Leagues. As ever, I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. As ever, a big thank you for tuning in. Congratulations are in order, my friend. Yeah, it's good news. We uh, managed to win a bet, a nice tasty 7 to 1. So if you backed it, like I did. I think it paid me about 75 quid so yeah. delightful very comfortable as well yeah it was very very comfortable so we'll recap the winning bombproof treble later on in the show as we always do other than that pretty much normal service we're gonna go straight into the premier league followed by the football league then the trebles for this weekend and then a little bit of fantasy at the end because it's getting pretty close to a uh, all being wrapped up now, and it's a big double game week this week. So, tell me, Southampton at home to Chelsea, 12.30 kickoff on Saturday, who's going to win it? I think you've got to look down the draw column. Mark Hughes, obviously taken over a very tough time, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, he's had three away games. Wigan, West Ham, Arsenal. Obviously came close with a little upset against Arsenal. Uh, this is his first home game, and he actually only has three home games. Uh, when he took over, he only had three home games. Um, so he really needs to make these count. He's got four away games after this. So during his tenure, six away, three at home. So this is a giant opportunity. Chelsea um, drawing at home to a West Ham team uh, that you know is hardly pulling up any trees. Is not really uh, what we're looking for from the reigning champions, which is right. odd to say. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just one win in eight for Chelsea. So five to two for me, I would go for a draw. Yeah, it's not a bad price at all. Not a bad shout either. Chelsea's last away win was way back on the 20th of January. And that's when they beat Brighton 4-0. It's so poor. That's getting on for three months without an away victory now. Um I can't see Conte staying beyond the end of the season. Can you? No. Especially with, you know, the Italy job uh, up in the air still. I mean, they've uh, announced Di Baggio, I think his name is, uh, not Roberto, FYI, um, as a caretaker. So there's a lot of rumours linking him back to that, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Um, So much so, in fact, if you Google the Italy national team manager, Antonio Conte appears right at the top. As if he is actually already the manager. (laughs) Maybe Google knows something we don't. Next manager odds. Get on it, profit chasers. Yeah, so you, what do you think to the game, sorry? I'm happy to side with you here, the draw. There's not enough about Chelsea at the moment that warrants me to back them at 17-20. to And again, Southampton are so woefully out of form. I wouldn't like to put my money there either. So I think draw is probably the safest route to go down. Yes, and also this will be a dreadful early kickoff. <laughs> Any game involving Southampton pretty much pains me. Mm. I feel like, yeah. So I'm happy to move on. Yeah, me too. We'll move on to the first three o'clock. Then that's Burnley at home to Leicester. Burnley thirteen to eight. The draw eleven to five, and Leicester are seventeen to ten. I've got this one down as a draw. Burnley are really marching on in their unlikely push for a Europa League place. Four wins on the spin now. 
and Leicester will be really disappointed with the Newcastle performance last weekend when they lost 2-1. Uh, it's pretty comfortable for Newcastle, actually. However, I think they'll want to put in a much better performance this week. They've got back-to-back away wins against West Brom and Brighton. Granted, Burnley a tougher opposition than that, but I do think this will be a draw. Um, yes and no. Yes and no. You like Burnley, um, I, I really... I'm going to guess. Yeah, yeah, I do I do like Burnley. Um, Leicester have kept one clean sheet in their last seven. Uh, we all know that they are you know, better going forward than they are going backwards. Um, I just think Burnley have, have really set their sights on Europa League. And I know people are saying that they're behind Arsenal, uh, they can't catch them, etc., etc. Sean Dyche is going to push... Burnley to the max. Actually, um, focusing on that just for a sec, um, I heard yesterday actually that if Southampton do not win the FA Cup, then that Europa League place will go to seventh in the league. So Burnley, wow. as it stands, have got an excellent chance of getting it anyway, even if they don't catch Arsenal in sixth. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, Let's be frank. We don't expect uh, we don't expect Southampton to win that uh, final at all, anyway. Um, so yeah, well for me, you know, Burnley won their last four games. Um, you know, they have played Watford, West Brom, West Ham, and Everton. Um, not the toughest opposition, but I just fancy Burnley. I think you know they've got three strikers who are all scoring right now. Um, and 13 to 8, I think, is a very attractive price. A game where I think will be more unanimous. That's Palace against Brighton. So, Palace, the home side, 17 to 20. The draw, 5 to 2. And Brighton are 16 to 5. For me, Palace, for you? Palace as well. Yeah, yeah totally agree. Um, obviously, I, I'm not sure everyone's aware, but this is a big derby game. Um, these two clubs really hate each other. I remember us having um, this conversation last year. Yeah, it's it's all to do with a nickname. Um, Some to do with one was called the Eagles, one was called the Seagulls. I don't know, but <laughs> it does it does stem back. It is a derby game. These two clubs really do not like each other. Um, we all think Palace's problem is actually, you know, going forward they'd be way higher, wouldn't they, if they were just a lot more clinical. Um, but actually, they have scored in the last five games, um, and they've scored in every game but one of their last ten matches. Mm. Yeah, it's which really is good. a very surprising stat. I think you'll agree. Yeah, they've played some good teams in there as well, haven't they? Um, I remember they played. They scored against Liverpool. They've scored against United. They scored against Arsenal. Obviously, it's uh, at the back where they're having more issues. It's at the back, and then you look at Brighton. They've scored one goal in the last four games. So we all know where Brighton's problems are. I think Palace will have just enough. Zaha's back. That is absolutely giant. Yeah. Arguably the best player in the whole of the relegation scrap. Um, and the home form is always key as well, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Um, Brighton are struggling on the road as well. No away league win since the 4th of November. So that's over six months now. And it's it's an awfully long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a long, long, long time. And this is a big game because uh, neither are safe, put it that way. And uh, 
yeah, this could be a real nail in the coffin for someone if uh, the other gets a victory. Absolutely. Um, but Palace for both of us at 17 to 20. Um, moving on to another important game in the relegation battle, as a lot of them seem to be right now. Huddersfield against Watford. Huddersfield eight to five. The draw twenty one to ten, and Watford on nine to five. Um, just as people started to sing Watford's praises, they've got on a plane and gone to Dubai. They're probably the most on the beach team in the Premier League right now, but they're not. They're not safe yet. They are not safe just yet. No, I I totally agree. Um, it's like they're eighth. Yeah, chilling, twenty points clear. They're in it. They they are still in it. And um, yeah, I agree with you. The mentality there has to change. Um, every week for the last four or five weeks. I'm sorry, guys, if we're uh, repeating ourselves, but this is Huddersfield's last chance. We spoke about how important this period was in the season. They had Swansea at home, Palace at home. Newcastle away, Brighton away. They've got two points out of a possible 12 there. Yeah. Um, this is the final winnable game. Um, you know, they're at home to Everton, potentially an upset away at City, away at Chelsea, home to Arsenal. So I already think they're gone. I think you agree with me. Um, but if Huddersfield don't win this, I think it's almost official. And I don't trust them. Even as bad as... You know, Watford's mentality is, I don't trust Huddersfield at all. I think the best bet for this game is no bet. Do you know what? I'm going to go for Huddersfield. Why? (laughs) I just feel like they have been very, very underwhelming recently. They've been awful. But this, you've got to think the stadium's going to be rocking. There's got to be an atmosphere there. They've got to be up for this. They've got to be backing the team. And David Wagner's not an idiot. He's going to be looking at this game now, considering the games that they've got coming up and saying, we have to win this game. We have to. And just how poor Watford have been recently. I don't know. I I feel like Huddersfield could get a win. It's not a strong tip, but I think they could get something here. I've got a feeling. Atmosphere and drive and passion will get you so far. Well, unless your fans in the stadium are capable of putting the ball in the back of the net, you're still back in a team that scored once in the last five games. So, yeah, yeah we can agree to disagree. Absolutely, absolutely. But it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens nonetheless. Um, it will be. We'll move on to the final three o'clock then. There's only actually four three o'clock games on Saturday um, in the Prem. The last one is Swansea at home to Everton. Swansea 29 to 20, the draw 11 to 5, and Everton 19 to 10. Swansea haven't been quite their best recently. They've lost three away games on the spin. However, they'll be much more pleased to be back at the Liberty Stadium. Since taking over, Carver House had seven home wins in eight games in all competitions, so I'm sure they'll be glad to be back. Oh, yeah, a million percent. And on the flip side, Everton, uh, they got a victory away at Stoke on the 17th of March, three match days ago. Um, Before that, you have to go back to the 13th of December for their last away win, uh, which was a 1-0 away at Newcastle. Mm. Um, And as you remember, 
uh, during that time, Newcastle were, were extremely poor. Yeah, they were very um, poor. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, going with the uh, the home side here. Uh, good home form against poor away form. I think twenty nine to twenty is an attractive price. Yeah, it is a uh, big boost for Swansea as well. That four out of their last six games in the league are going to be at home. Massive boost. They've only actually had two home games in the last two months in the league at least. So. Four out of the six wow. still to play at home. They'll be safe in my book. Yeah, I totally agree. I think they'll uh, they'll also be safe. And Everton are just kind of they're very on the beach, aren't they? Watford and yeah. Watford and Everton are, are very on the beach. And uh, yeah, I fully expect Carvajal to to maximise this potential. Completely agree. Right then, Saturday five thirty. Liverpool at home to Bournemouth. The Champions League semi-finalists are one to four. The draw is five to one, and Bournemouth are nine to one. I think there's going to be goals, and I think Liverpool will win. Yeah, yeah. Um, heard on match of the day. Uh, not taking credit for this stat at all. The Bournemouth have won the most points from losing positions all season. Um, so even if Bournemouth go a goal down. Uh, you know they have the capabilities to to turn it around. Um, a word on Liverpool. I don't know about yourself. I'll be man enough to admit that I thought Liverpool would give it a good go and ultimately come up short against City, and they've absolutely blown them away in the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say they blew them away, but I'd say. That they, they won five one. Oh wait, on aggregate, yeah. The first leg they yeah, blew. They won yeah, five yeah, one yeah. Like I thought goals. I thought you were on about the, the tonight's game, the Tuesday, no, the, no, the second just, leg. Just in general. Oh, in general, yeah, completely agree. I thought City would probably win. Be, I thought it'd be close, but I thought City would win. But no, been completely proved wrong. Even tonight, I thought City would win two one three one, but no, Liverpool two one. I don't think many saw that one coming. No. And amazing to see, and exciting to see where Klopp can take this team. Um, yeah, I think, you know, back to league form, I think, you know, they will get the victory. I think you're right. I think uh, there'll be goals at both ends. Both teams to score is a price that I like. It's three to four. Um, that's nice. So I think that's, yeah, that's a decent price. Um, and yeah, I, I fancy uh, Bournemouth to nick at least one, I think. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth looking into Liverpool to win both teams to score at 7-5. to five. Decent odds there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Moving on then to the final game for Saturday. That's 7-45. Tottenham against Man City. Spurs are 7-5. to five. The draw 13-5. to five. And City 17-10. to 10. Now this is kind of where I rip up my notebook after watching uh, the Tuesday night Champions League game, I was anticipating that City would beat Liverpool. Um, not necessarily qualify, but beat Liverpool in some form. But now they've lost, and they've now lost three on the spin, which seems inconceivable to even say. If you thought a few months ago I was going to say that, you'd be uh, you'd be surprised. But no, here we are. And I think Spurs are going to win this, 7-5. to five. Man City are down, they're wounded, vulnerable. Seem very shaky at the back. They don't seem solid at all, and I think Spurs can take advantage of that. 
Yeah, City conceded eight in their last three. Three of those against the United team that hardly ever attack anyone. So, yeah, it's huge alarm bells for City. It's going to be classic case, isn't it? They're either going to be a wounded animal and they're going to come back and they're going to murder Spurs or they're going to roll over and get an absolute beating. Um, I can't remember the last time I seen Man City at a price like 17 to 10, No, uh, by the way. But unbelievable. Amazing what a few defeats does. Um, I think this game is... I think it's obvious to say that there's going to be goals. Um, I would side with Spurs. Um, I think they've been very impressive recently. Well, I did watch them against Stoke and they weren't at their best despite getting the win. Um, so I would go for Spurs, but I would be a little bit cautious as well. Remember, it is Man City, despite the fact that they've uh, had a few bad results. Both teams to score is priced at 8 to 15. As you can imagine, it's uh, yeah, it's something most bookies are expecting to happen. So uh, not a lot of value there. No, it's not. Uh, worth mentioning as well, the last time that Spurs lost in the league was in the reverse fixture here against Man City, um, 16th of December. Since then, a long, long unbeaten run. Only the loss to Juventus in the Champions League to block that copybook. But in the league, unbeaten for a long time and going very, very strongly. Um, for me, Spurs win, both teams to score. Yeah, uh, totally agree. Right, move on to Sunday then. The 1.30 kickoff is Newcastle at home to Arsenal. Newcastle are 9 to 4. The draw is 5 to 2 and Arsenal are the favorites they're 11 to 10. Arsenal are in good form, but Newcastle are in pretty solid form themselves. I wouldn't want to back Arsenal at as short as 11 to 10. I think it'll be a draw 5 to 2. I'd probably want to go down. But to be honest, I could see this one going all three ways. Yeah, all three ways for me as well. Um, yeah, you're right. Arsenal are in great form. Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is obviously absolutely flying right now. Um, I think he broke the record for the most amount of yeah. uh, goals in his first six starts or something like that. I can't remember the exact stat. Um, but I was looking closer at Arsenal's form. Um, so they beat Milan 2-0 away. That was a fantastic result, especially how bad they've been um, they beat Watford a poor side they beat Milan again at home Milan didn't turn up they beat Stoke at home poor side CSK Moscow at home poor side and Southampton at home poor side so they play at home so, every week is what we can take from that basically <laughs> um, so what I'm looking at is I'm looking at Arsenal away from home so, yeah, they beat Milan 2-0 away, which is great. Erston's 3-0 away. That's basically a pub team. Um, in terms of their league form, you have to go back to the 28th of December um, before Arsenal's last away win. It was a 3-2 win away at Palace. Uh, before that, you have to go back to the 26th of November, a 1-0 win away at Burnley. Mm. They've got CSKA on Thursday night as well. Um, that's is obviously Wenger's priority. That's the gateway to the Champions League. Yeah, I'm siding towards Newcastle. I think they'll want it more. I think Newcastle know one more win and it should be okay. Yeah, um, and I'm siding with Newcastle purely based on the away form, uh, how much the two clubs need the points, and 
yeah. I never turned down an opportunity to bring up Arsenal's bad attitude and I think <laughs> Newcastle will uh, fight for it a bit more. And nine to four, I, I like the Toonami. Yeah, that's a really, really good price. Um, and in the last three home games as well, Newcastle have kept shutouts. They beat Man United 1-0, they beat Southampton 3-0 and they beat Huddersfield 1-0 as well. Um, so very impressive recently at home. I think I'm talking myself into back in Newcastle here <laughs> after listening to I you mean, as well. <laughs> when, when you look, when you look at Arsenal's form more, you know one of those wins have been away and away from home. They've been really poor. Yeah, really poor. Um, I remember, you know, a, a game that sticks out in my mind. Um, and Arsenal fans are probably fuming listening to this because they're finally getting some good form, and we're still bashing them. Um, but I remember going away to Bournemouth. Uh, they lost 2-1. They were bullied. And this is by Bournemouth. Mm. By, a, by a Bournemouth team. You know, the most intimidating player, probably Simon Francis or uh, <laughs> Azmir Begovic. I don't know. It's, it's not the most imposing team physically either. No. There's a lot of slight, smaller players. And they got bullied. And I think Newcastle, Jamal Lascelles, Hossolu, Mohamed Diame, Shelby... I think, you know, they're really going to put it to them. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that happening. Um, We'll move on then to the final game on Sunday, which is four o'clock. It's Man United against West Brom. United, as you'd expect, really short, one to six. Um, The draw six to one and West Brom are 14 to one. So before we begin, let's just have a round of applause for West Brom. Finally getting a point last weekend. Yeah, superb. Love that for you, boss. Um, they're uh, going down, aren't they? They can oh. mathematically go down this weekend, actually. If they lose, and Swans- oh. if Swansea, Huddersfield and Palace all win, um, and bear in mind, we've already said on this podcast that we think Swansea will definitely win, we think Palace will definitely win, and we're well, we weren't unanimous, but I said I think Huddersfield could pull something out the bag. Um, so it could happen this weekend. Yeah, and um, at the end of the season, you finish where you deserve to finish. Obviously, the game, we're not interested in, in betting on this game at all. No. Nope. Um, wouldn't surprise me if, you know, after the huge performance in the second half against uh, City, the Jose Mourinho packs the midfield and goes 4-5-1 at home to West Brom and tries to clinch a 1-0. So, with him in charge, um, 1-6, not interested. And, you know, Darren Moore got a draw, didn't he? So, uh, you know, he's done better than Pardew has in the last eight games, or whatever it was. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But I agree. I don't think that this is going to be a mauling or anything like that. I can see just a steady, comfortable 2-0 here. Yeah, 2-0. Mourinho hasn't got it in him to uh, try and batter anyone, I don't think. Nah, nah. Um, finally then, Monday night football. It's West Ham against Stoke. West Ham are 19-20. The draw 12-5. And Stoke are 3-1. Stoke have lost four in a row. Um, three of those being at home where we thought they would be strongest and pick up most of their points. They're really, really looking like they're going to struggle to stay up now. Um, four points behind Crystal Palace. 
as we say, we think Palace have got a great chance of winning this weekend. And West Ham are on decent form now after beating Southampton 3-0 and getting a one-all against Chelsea. So they'll really fancy their chances. And I think they'll win at 19-20. Yeah, Monday night under the uh, under the lights. West Ham at home against a relegation rival that's won one game in its last 15. Um, yeah, West Ham for me, 19-20. I think it will actually be comfortable. Um, and I think that's a, a relatively decent price. I, I, I don't fancy Stoke at all. I actually watched the Stoke-Tottenham game live. Mamadouf as their striker is just it, he could play all season I don't know if everyone's seen his goal on match of the day but that that sums him up they just don't have enough going forward obviously they've conceded a lot as well but just from that game um, it's basically give it to Shakiri, see what you can do yeah. and uh, I think West Ham have got more about him around the pitch yeah I agree um, rumours that Carroll might be returning uh, for this match as well which uh, will be an additional boost to them when he plays for 45 minutes scores a goal then goes off injured again yeah just in just in time for someone to write an article somewhere about him going to the World Cup <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> going to happen and it's not going to be us on our blog on our website don't worry no it, no, it bloody won't be that, that ship has sailed unfortunately Andy. <laughs> um Okay, so West Ham for both of us here. Does that wrap up everything in the Premier League for you this weekend? It does. I'm uh, I'm ready to go into what is an amazingly exciting end of the season um, in the Championship. Yeah, it is. Um, a few things I fancy in the Championship this weekend. I'll kick us off with one that I really like the look of, and that's Hull at home to Sheffield Wednesday and Hull are priced at 10 to 11. Um, they seem to finally hit a bit of form to the Tigers. They beat QPR 4-0 last weekend on Tuesday night. They've gone away to Burton and won 5-0. So that's nine goals in their last two games. And on the other hand, Sheffield Wednesday got beaten by Fulham last weekend and then on Tuesday night got spanked and conceded four at home to... Oh, sorry conceded for away at QPR. Um, so considering the goal-scoring form that Hull are in, I fancy them to pick up some points here um, at decent odds. They're, they're both safe now, really, I think. But uh, I think Hull will win this one. Yeah, yeah both safe. Uh, two teams that are massively underachieved. Um, and yeah, I, I also had Hull written down um, as a team that I fancied. Um, I'm going to talk about the 5.30 kickoff that's live on Sky. Um, it's Fulham against Brentford. Um, so you can get Fulham at 4-5, to five, the draw 5-2, to two, Brentford 7-2. to two. It's been a while since you can get Fulham at a price like that. Yeah, um, great price. Yeah, fantastic price. Um, they're currently in the live league table um, in second on 81 points. Uh, Cardiff are behind them in third by a point with a game in hand. So, obviously, there's there's that to play before Fulham could really say that they're uh, yeah. in the driving seat. I believe that's the way at um, Derby. I think it's the way one that got postponed. Go. Yeah. So, very, very tough game um, for, for Cardiff. One word of caution, Brentford. Kind of a team that 
no one really mentions, to be honest. They're in 10th. They're, they're just doing their thing. Um, in their last five games, they've picked up three wins and two draws. Two 1-1s at home to Middlesbrough and Sheffield United, two teams right up there. Uh, they beat Ipswich 1-0 at home. They beat Bristol City 1-0 away. And they beat Forest 1-0 away. So this is not going to be, you know, an absolute whitewash despite <coughs> Mitrovic, despite Kearney, despite being second in the league. So if you are going to bet on this game, I would throw a bit of caution towards it. But Fulham have been fantastic, haven't they? So they should have enough. Oh, yeah. I'd be, to be honest, I'd be a bit less cautious than, than you are. I think Fulham are going to win this one pretty comfortably. Um, not lost in the league since 16th of December. They've won 10 of their last 11 home games. So, for me, I think they're a great price and I'm going to snaffle up this one. Yeah, I, I also think that it's an incredible price, um, which is why I looked into it just that little bit more. Because <laughs> a lot of these things, you know, you, it looks really good on the surface. You dig a bit deeper and you know, sometimes yeah. you find find things like that so uh, just a word of caution Brentford have been good very quietly in the last uh, five games yep completely agree right so for me I'm going to pick Reading at home to Sunderland at odds of 11 to 10 Reading have won both their home games since Paul Clement took over both 1-0 victories and I think they'll have too much for a Sunderland side who have only won one of the last 15 games it's a shame for Sunderland because the 4-1 away win at Derby um, a few match days ago looked like it could have started a revival. However, since then, they've been thumped by Sheffield Wednesday and they've drew against Leeds and Norwich. And now they find themselves still in 23rd position, six points off Bolton in 21st with four games left to play. And I think this could really put one of the final nails in the coffin. Yeah, it really could. Paddy McNair, either, which is a huge player for them. I also had this one wrote down. I feel sorry for the Sunderland fans. It's been how many years yeah. of just misery. Yeah. You know, all they've had to celebrate recently is, uh, you know, a bit of a run, really, from March to May um, every year. That's, that's it, really. So it's all coming, tumbling down, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and without sounding too disrespectful if at the start of last season you'd have said in two seasons time you'd be in a division below Shrewsbury you'd have probably been laughed at (laughs) yeah and that's a real real possibility yeah it's it's a it's a huge possibility and uh yeah I agree with you I think Reading may, may play Grim Reaper this weekend yeah um, let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, Sunday, 12 o'clock, we've got Wolves against Birmingham. Uh, very similar to the, the Fulham-Brentford game, uh, where you've got a promotion favourite against a team that's not doing so well, but has been plucky. Uh, Wolves are 2-5 to five at home. They're the team, obviously, that, that I fancy. Um, they're showing all the hallmarks of champions, aren't they? Yeah. Winning with nine men surviving two 90th minute penalty kicks. Yeah. It's all going their way. And um, uh, even though Wolves have their derby on Wednesday, 
I'm pretty sure they'll uh, overcome that to, to win this West Midlands derby. Yeah, I think they will as well. Um, Birmingham will be disappointed that they didn't beat Burton last weekend. Had plenty of chances. I think a goal disallowed when it probably is debatable whether it should have been. Hit the woodwork, I think, two or three times. So pretty unlucky there. And then they'll be disappointed to follow that up with a loss to Bristol City in midweek. They're not safe by any means. I think they will survive, but just as things started to look up, they're kind of looking over their shoulder again now because I, again, don't expect them to beat Wolves on um, on Sunday. Yeah, job's not quite done. Still work to be done. Um, I think I think they'll be okay. Um, I, th- I think they'll be okay. I think the, I think the three that occupy the bottom spots will probably go. So yeah, I think Birmingham will will escape. Just quickly, whilst we're talking about Barnsley and Bolton, they actually face each other this weekend. Barnsley are at home. This is going to be a tense game. If I had to hang my hang my hat on one side, I'd pick Barnsley's. But geez, this is this is really going to go a long way, I think, to deciding who stays up between the two clubs. It's massive. It will be a really interesting game. You're right. It's kind of you know a bit bit more gung ho against a bit more solid. Yeah. Uh, well, not solid, but you know what I mean. A bit more of a solid approach. Yeah, I side with you on this. I think Barnsley will win that one. Um, staying with the drop, I think a fantastic price on Saturday is Derby County away at Burton. Derby have not been great. It was only uh, it was only three match days ago or three fixtures ago. They lost four one at home to Sunderland, but they followed that up with a one nil away win at Preston. We all know that's a tough place to go. Um, and they followed that up with a 3-0 home win over Bolton. They travel to Burton. Remember, they do have the Wednesday game away at Wolves. We anticipate them to struggle there. Um, but they're going away to a Burton team. They've slipped to the bottom of the table. finally looking like it's their year. They've just been beaten 5-0 at home by Hull. I think Derby at evens is, is, is a gift. Yeah, it's not bad at all, is it? Obviously, the rivalry aspect to consider here, but I do think Derby will have enough to win. That pressing... Is that a rivalry? Yeah. That, that's not allowed. Wait, Burton's in Derbyshire, isn't it? Yeah, think... but that's not allowed. Nigel Clough will want to win against his, his former side as well. But yeah. I imagine no, it's... it's I, I hear what you're saying. You know, it's, it's one of them where I think Burton probably hate Derby more than Derby hate Burton. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Kind of like County and Forest. Yes, exactly yeah. that, mate. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think you're right. Derby should definitely have enough to win there at evens. No more champ for me. Any more for you? No, no more for me. I'm ready for League One. Okay, um, League One is a bit scarce, as is League Two yeah. for me. Yes. Um, I've only yes. got a few written down here. I'll kick us off with something that I continue to tip every single week and it continues to be the banker of the week it's Scunthorpe both teams to score in their game against Charlton so the odds on both teams to score is 7 to 10 which is a gift Scunthorpe have had 18 out of their last 20 games both teams to score 
they just love conceding. They love scoring. <laughs> they just love having a, you know, creating a bit of excitement for their fans, I guess. And sure. again, I can see it happening again. Both of these teams chasing playoffs. They've got something to play for, which always helps when you need teams to score. And I think 7-10, to 10, great price. I have no idea how Scunthorpe are still just a point off the playoffs. No, nor do I. They've been awful recently. They've been awful uh, for... Not even recently. They've they've literally won one game since... Well, they've won two games since the 1st of January. And do you know what? I feel like they've been... They've been in this kind of... Nearly their slump for the la- like last season for sure. And this season has gone even worse. Um, I totally agree. It's hard to disagree with you when you have those kind of stats to back it up. Uh, just a word on this game... Uh, I had it wrote down uh, that I fancied Charlton to win the game. They did only manage a draw last time out away at Bristol Rovers. Uh, But they're back at the Valley. They are a little bit better at home. And, you know, we've teamed with the the price that you've just gave us for both teams to score. I think it may be looking down the uh, Charlton both teams to score market. That you'll be able to get at three to one. Which is, that is fun. something. Oh, that, that is delight. That's the stuff that dreams are made of. Tommy I mean, walks. I mean, you can see for sure a two-three-one. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Absolutely. So, three to one, giant price. I love that. I absolutely love that. Okay, I've got MK Dons written down here. They're at home to Doncaster. And they're priced at 13 to 8. MK, I feel, will be viewing this as a must-win match in their bid to escape relegation. So they're currently on 42 points. Um, Oldham are on 44 in 20th position. And Oldham have also played two games less than MK Dons. So they've got some ground to make up. And they'll be viewing this game against Doncaster, who are comfortably safe in mid-table now, as must-win. MK have lost their last two. However, that was to Blackburn and to Wigan. So that can be forgiven. Prior to that, they'd beaten Gillingham, Rotherham and Bury, So they had been in pretty decent form. And they're also in good goal-scoring form as well. And I think considering the stakes and considering that Doncaster are probably going to get a little bit complacent now they've got nothing to play for, I think MK will win at 13-8, to which aren't bad odds. No, I think that's all right. And, uh, yeah, I think if you have to go down the side of one of them, um, yeah, MK for me for sure. Uh, I'm going to follow that up uh, with a team not as not as a good a price, but I think they'll win nevertheless. Um, it's Blackburn Rovers. Um, you know, no, no prizes for predicting this game. They are breaking away from Shrewsbury. Um, they are five points clear off them. Shrewsbury do have a game in hand, but they're slowly breaking away from uh, Shrewsbury. And they're away at a Bristol Rovers team, which Charlton found are plucky, but beatable. You know, they they managed to get a draw um, to Charlton last time out. They beat Berry at home, but they've drew to Northampton at home, uh, drew to Scunthorpe at home, score draw, obviously. Um <laughs> Blackburn coming to town, totally different animal to Charlton. And, uh, 
I think the Rovers will have way too much for uh, Bristol Rovers, ironically. <laughs> yeah, I can see that too. Uh, I just want to interrupt the flow of the show for a moment because I've just noticed that Mick McCarthy has left Ipswich with immediate effect after their win over Barnsley tonight, which is really interesting actually because he was going to leave at the end of the season when his contract expired anyway. So for him to leave immediately now, does that mean he could be going into a job somewhere else? Mm, West Brom maybe? Maybe. Um, yeah, that's that's true. Why on earth would he would he leave? Um, you know, if he was kind of guaranteed a bit of a cushy end to the season, you know, yeah. ask the lads to play freely, get a nice clap on the final game of the season. Yeah, duty calls, I think, and uh, I think you may be right with that with that suspicion. We yeah. will see. We will indeed. Back to League One, though. One more for me, Wigan at home to Rotherham, 4-6, to six. why would you not? Fresh off the back of putting 5 past Rochdale in midweek, 5 past Milton Keynes on Saturday. They face a Rotherham side who are well out of form. Um, at home, Wigan have only conceded 10 goals in their 20 games, which is the, which is the best record in the league, and 6 league wins in the last 7 for Wigan. Whereas Rotherham have lost three of their last four away games. Everything here to me says Wigan victory. Will Grigg's on fire. Yep. Will Grigg is on fire. <laughs> uh, they're marching towards that league table, aren't they? So, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that one. And I think with that, it wraps up uh, League One. Yep, it does. So you can get us kicked off with League Two, if you like. Yes, I will do. Um, so I am looking straight at the top, mm-hmm. um, Accrington Stanley, they are, we talk about World Greek being on fire, holy Accrington Stanley are just a blazing inferno right now. They've won 15 of their last 17 games, um, which is just amazing, yeah. <laughs> uh, seven in a row. We backed them last week in the winning bomb-proof treble, which we're going to get on to um, away at a tough game at Colchester. They're back at home. They can sniff the league title, and they have fellow promotion hopefuls, Exeter, at home. Uh, we all know Exeter know where the back of the net is, uh, but away from home, they have been relatively solid, but I anticipate the Inferno to uh, be a little too hot to handle. Yep, and uh, they can secure promotion with a win. This weekend, let's not leave that one out. The play in Exeter, of course, we're in fourth. So if Accrington beat Exeter on Saturday, there will be 14 points ahead of them in the table and Exeter will have just 12 points left to play for and they're the team in fourth place. Um, so they can secure promotion with a win this weekend in front of their home fans with five games to spare. Get the champers on ice. They're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, they are going to do it. And Accrington Stanley in League One, um, that's a huge achievement, isn't it? Um, Massive. Ever since I've been following, you know, league football, Accrington have always been League Two or or worse, and yeah, never really done anything <laughs> apart from scrape with relegation. So yeah, uh, that would be great. Uh, they're four to five. 
So I think that's a really good price. Um, as mentioned, you know, Exeter are no mugs, but uh, fully expect Accrington to win that game. Yeah, me too. Um, another one for me, Luton at home to Crew. Luton are priced at four to nine, so it's not the best that you'll ever see. But I think they, like Accrington, um, should go a long way to securing promotion to the third tier this weekend. Currently on eighty points. Um, they're eight ahead of Exeter, as we say, who are in fourth. Um, if they win this game and Exeter lose, then they'll be, what, 11 points ahead with just four games left to play. So it would take a, an absolute disaster for them to blow it away from here if they win this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it really would. Um, again, took one right off the notebook. Um, Luton for me as well. I'd like to um, add, actually, I've been really disappointed with Luton. And yeah, it's, it's, it yeah, sounds totally weird to agree. say when they're sitting up there on 80 points um, as a minimum. They're probably going to break 90 points. And it's weird to say that you're going to be disappointed with them. But second half of the season, they've really disappointed me. Yeah. I, I mean, when we were looking at the uh, title odds, my lord, they were huge favourites. Oh, yeah. Huge, absolutely awful tight prices. Yeah. Everyone expected them to just batter everyone black and blue, but hasn't happened, has it? And uh, you're right, they're going to you know, finish on 90 points and in 15 years' time, if we look back at the league table, we'll, you know, we'll say, yeah, they had a great season. But uh, yeah, little, little confusing after the first half, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to dive into a local derby that has effects at the top and bottom of the table. It's Chesterfield against Mansfield. Um, it's a one o'clock kickoff uh, on the Saturday. Chesterfield are at home. They're 23 to 10. And they're the team that I am siding with. Um, yes, I know. Chesterfield, before you uh, scream at me, are bottom of the football league. I'm 100% aware of that. But Mansfield, there's always one team that slip out of contention towards the end of the season. And this year, it's Mansfield. And they lost Steve Evans, as we all know. Um, and since then, they've really, really struggled. And uh, They haven't won in eight games. They've lost four on the bounce. Um, they've lost the Forest Green and Crew in that time. Um, and they've Drew to uh, Stevenage on Tuesday night away, but Chesterfield are going to be right up for this. This is going to be a very tough game in a uh, hot atmosphere. And Chesterfield, for me, 23 to 10, although they are bottom of the league, I think they'll get the win here. Mm, it's just not worked out, has it, for, for David Flitcroft at Mansfield? No. Still in with a shout, uh, just the one point off the playoffs at the moment, but even if they got in there, with the form they're in, you can see them getting knocked straight out again. Yeah, 100%. And uh, Chesterfield, uh, they've won two of their last three home games. 3-1 against Knotts, chasing promotion. 2-1 at home, Swindon, chasing promotion. So, uh, handy at home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, nothing else to add from me? Likewise, yeah. We've, we've scraped what we can. Yeah, we have indeed. Uh, let's recap last week's bomb-proof trebles then. We'll start with my own bomb-proof treble. I had Scunthorpe and AFC Wimbledon 
both teams to score and it finished one all. He also had Middlesbrough against Forest. Middlesbrough ran out comfortable 2-0 winners. And finally, Birmingham cost me. Uh, I needed them to win, but they could only manage to draw one all with Burton Albion. Agony. Yeah, that should have won. That really should have won. Very, very unlucky. However, we did have a winner on Saturday. I had Accrington Stanley. They won 1-0 away at Colchester. He also had Blackburn at home to Southend, who also won 1-0. And we had Millwall at home to beat Bristol City, and Millwall roared to a 2-0 win to sew up a 7-1 winner. Wee! Just over 7-1. Like I said, I won just under 75 quid, I think, off the 10. Um, Very comfortable. Uh, me and Tom were kind of looking at the, the travels before we came on the show and didn't concede no goals after the 63rd minute or something like that. Um, very comfortable, no drama, beautiful victory. Nice and easy. Why can't it be like that every week? <laughs> <laughs> I know, if only. Um, I'll probably end up picking three losers this week, but uh, the, betting gods were, the betting gods were with me on uh, Saturday so if you got on, I hope you enjoyed your win. Absolutely. Um, so considering how good you did last week, you can go first this week with your own bomb-proof treble to make it two in a row. Yes. Okay, guys. So if you haven't listened to the show before, uh, this is the part of the show, the world-famous part of the show, uh, where we give you all of our bomb-proof trebles. Um, this is a treble that me and Tom have designed uh, with all of our research, knowledge and gut feeling uh, to hopefully win you some profit. Uh, this part of the show is also sponsored by Quiff, which is the home of supercharged betting. The returns that we read out are minimum returns if you bet with Quiff. Uh, any bet that you do place can be supercharged from, say, 7 to 1 to 20 to 1 to 50 to 1 and so on and so forth. It's highly addictive. We have iOS and Android links in the podcast description and all over our social media. So if you are interested in signing up and joining the fun, you can do so. Hopefully (laughs) this week, going for the brace and two trebles in a row, I am going for Derby County. They're away at Burton Albion and they're priced at evens. I'm also going to go for Accrington Stanley. Uh, they're at home to Exeter and they're four to five. And I'm going to go for the late kickoff. Um, so it could all hinge on Fulham at home to Brentford. Also four to five. Ten pounds on returns sixty-five pounds. Should win. Really should win. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, three promotion hopefuls. One yeah. top. Uh, one second and one playing against. Uh, bottom of the league so fingers crossed they all come through for us absolutely I like that one Tommy I'm going to start in the Premier League uh, with Swansea at home to Everton at 29 to 20 going to drop to the champ for Hull at home to Sheffield Wednesday at 10 to 11 and then to League One for Wigan at home to Rotherham at 4 to 6 so £10 on all of that pays back £78 wow not bad, Not bad, that, is it? No, no, especially with Wigan in there. Yeah. Um, wow, okay, cool. All teams at home, 
all teams with with good at least good home form or good recent form. So I'm pretty confident about that one actually. Yeah, I'm really confident in both of them. Yeah. Um, as I am every week, but I'm particularly confident in these ones, um, <laughs> especially as we get towards the business end of the season. Yeah. Um, um, and have... as mentioned, guys, remember the odds that we've read out are minimal returns. That's right. I um, mean, if you if you place your bomb proof treble with Quiff, it could be way way more. Absolutely. Um, let's quickly slide into fantasy football, shall we? Yes. Um, are you are you here to gloat this week or? No, I'm not. I'm here to commiserate. And, uh... oh. <laughs> yeah, I had a green arrow this week. Did you? I actually went up. The rarity. Yeah, I went up to 27. Oh, um, scaling those heights. Above, yeah, above uh, Alan Mia. I don't know if uh, our dear friend Alan listens to, the, listens to the show, but a little leapfrog on him there. Yeah, I'm still in 40th. I'm st- still clinging into the top 40, so I'm still re- I'm still relevant. <laughs> Still, still on top of the pops. Yeah, I'm still just, you know, still in there. But um, no, very average week for a lot of people in the league from the looks of things. Um, I got 34 points, it seems. I was matched by quite a few others. Yeah, um, I think the league average was 32. Um, I got 38. But yeah, yeah league average was 32. Stephen Cairns, Matthias Magic Man. He's climbed to second. He got 51 points last week. That's very That's impressive. Great effort. Great effort. Yeah. Um, he had Ericsson and Milivojevic, which obviously is huge. Um, and Chris Smalling. He is closing in on Niall. I, it would break my heart if Niall didn't win. Uh, no disrespect, Stephen. He's been up there for so long. I know. <laughs> um, however, his lead's down to 18 points. 28. Um, 28. Yeah. Glad you're not a mathematician. Also, sorry. <laughs> 28 <laughs> points. Um, Captain Mohamed Salah, zero points. That's probably where uh, his problems lie. Um, but yeah, still in with a shout as well. Charlie Donnelly yeah. is uh, level with Stephen Cairns there. Thanks for the review, Arnold by the way. One point behind. Charlie Donnelly. Thanks for, thanks for the review, Charlie Donnelly, by the way. Appreciate that one that you left us on iTunes. Uh, Oh, what a top man. Flying high in uh, fantasy football and reviewing us on iTunes. What yeah. an absolute hero. You're probably going down, I'd say it's between the top four. Now McNally, Stephen Cairns, Charlie Donnelly, Tom Arnold. A Wooden big... Spoon Race is also one. <laughs> um, Martin McGinty, if you're listening, buddy, I think it's yours for the taking. Um, just, you know, uh, 52 points behind Johnny Walker. Um, so you can relax, Johnny. I think you're going to avoid the wooden spoon. Yeah, it's going to be a big game week, though, this week. It's a double game week. So a lot of teams playing twice. Perhaps a good time to use your triple captain if you still got it. Well, look at that. Top tips from 40th in the league. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. Everyone get, get, everyone I'm in, get on. Please. I'm in no position. I'm in no position to give anybody any advice here. <laughs> So, as we mentioned before, fantasy football, there is a free bet available for the winner. So, yeah, we will monitor that as the weeks go on. Talking of competitions, we have a new competition, don't we, Tom? We do, we do. You can also win uh, a £20 bet on us by just simply reviewing us on iTunes. 
all we need from you is to rate and review us on iTunes, send us a screenshot of what you've done, then you're in the hat. It's as simple as that. Um, as we said last week, we're really trying to push towards getting on the iTunes new and noteworthy list and every review and rating that we can get on there will help towards that. So you can do this until the 20th of April. That's when we'll close the competition entries. Um, so you've got 10 days. So go on iTunes, rate and review the podcast. There's also a video on how you can do this if you're unsure. Um, we can provide that for you on Twitter. So please do enter. We'd really, really appreciate that. It's probably the best thing you can do for us right now. It is. Speaking of Twitter and engaging with us, um, we are on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. If you want to keep up to date with all of our uh, tweets, football news, bets, good odds, etc., etc., uh, we're also on Facebook if you prefer the uh, the big F, facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you want to email us with any uh, suggestions, ideas, or questions, football betting podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Please do get in touch, guys. Um, I think that's all for this week. As ever, thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. We've enjoyed recording. I hope you enjoy listening. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, roll on the brace of bombproof troubles. Absolutely. See you next week, guys.